2: Now
4: Welcome, welcome, everyone. My name is Sean, and today we're going to talk about what's going on on Staten Island, New York, which is the latest battleground over migrants within the city of New York, because now that migrants are being moved there to a former Catholic school, the residents are not happy. And to be clear, while residents across New York City are not happy with the migrants influx into the city, and they're not happy with them being hoteled and destroying the hotels and how they seem to get priority over over the poor person who is a citizen in the city of new york unlike the rest of the city staten island is consistently an island of red in the city of new york so they definitely as a matter of fact did not vote for this now we're gonna get into this we're gonna talk about the reactions but before we do that i want to thank everybody who signed up actualjusticewar.com slash join
0: oh, give me the money give you give me the money
4: okay? And thank you to my podcast listeners Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform.
0: Staten Island is not going to stay here and allow this to happen. We're going to stand up. We're going to keep watching. Staten Island residents are outraged following a judge's ruling to allow migrants to be housed at what was once a vacant St. John Villa Academy. So this was the
4: scene in Staten Island outside of the former Catholic school that was converted to a shelter for migrants, even though there was a court order that actually prohibited this, it was a temporary injunction from taking place in this part of Staten Island. Now, for those of you guys who are unaware, I know some people in Staten Island, I know some people in this area, I know some people who saw this protest firsthand, and it was the hilarious scene as depicted in the videos.
0: Just this morning, chance to go home greeted asylum seekers arriving here. A spokesperson for the mayor says the sites they're finding to handle the influx of migrants are the only options left.
4: So as you can see, they're chanting go home. There's Republican officials out there. There's concerns about these people being vetted. And after they got the injunction to prevent migrants from being housed in the shelter, there was also reports of migrants refusing to leave. So you have people who are clearly not welcome in this shelter, a court order that prevents them from being housed there, but defiant of our laws anyway, and deciding that they are entitled to be there. Now, to be clear, a lot of New York City has been converted into these shelters. There's about 206 across the city, but now they're trying to move into Staten Island, which is a move that Eric Adams has done, which makes sense because this would be the only borough that did not vote for him in the mayoral election, so he's trying to punish his political opponents, and Kathy Hochul seems to be on board with this. However, I do want to point out that they could move these people, theoretically, according to Eric Adams, to other parts of New York State, but Kathy Hochul is not about that. It seems like they're now focusing and turning their attention to Staten Island for a reason, and this is one of the problems with being an island of red in an overall blue state. You're going to be disadvantaged when it comes to those blue politicians making decisions about the fate of your area. (sighs)
0: It was yet another night of heated protests out on Staten Island, hundreds of demonstrators marching through the streets armed with megaphones, signs, and American flags. I realize it's a sanctuary city, but there has to be a limit to our compassion.
4: Now, look, all this is down to the Biden administration's border policy and the way that they kind of dismantled probably the smartest immigration policy that's been put in place in the United States of America in decades, which, of course, is the remain in Mexico policy. Because despite the fact that the over overwhelming majority of these people factually are definitely economic migrants coming here for economic opportunities. They are abusing the asylum system, claiming persecution in their country of origin. However, as a response to that, the Trump administration said, you can't pass through a bunch of other safe countries. You have to apply for asylum in each of every country that you pass through on your way to the United States of America. Because again, it makes sense. If you're claiming that it's dangerous in Honduras, you shouldn't be able to pass through Mexico, where you're presumably not in danger, and go to America, which is your first choice, when you say you're fleeing out of desperation. However, the Biden administration has done away with the Remain in Mexico policy. The whole Democratic primary campaign was them talking about how they were going to be compassionate to these people. So we've gotten an onslaught, a flood of people into the United States. And then finally, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, the former Republican governor of Arizona, decided that they're not going to deal with this problem in their own state. They're not going to have their resources strained and bear the burden of these progressive policies. So they've been shipping these people to progressive cities, and it's led to absolute chaos once people actually have to deal with the policies that they support. And we've seen liberal parts of the city become upset, become frustrated. We've seen people point out the obvious, that you're spending $5 billion out of the New York City budget to house and feed these people, but you don't do that for Americans. Citizen, homeless people, residents of New York who have actually fallen on harsh times, people who are mentally ill. So, obviously, this has been a good strategic move by Greg Abbott and by the Republican Party. However, they're trying to now shift the migrants to Staten Island to punish the one Republican stronghold in the city of
0: New York. The borough has been at the center of the city's migrant crisis since the end of last month when the Adams administration started to house asylum seekers at St. John Villa Academy. The former Catholic school has been transformed into a 300-bed makeshift shelter and is now the site of rallies, often led by the borough's Republican elected officials.
4: But residents are not putting up with it. They're not only heckling people, they're not only coming out day after day after day to protest, but they're fighting back in court. They're getting injunctions against these migrants. They're pushing back in a bunch of different ways to try to get these people sent out of staten island until they're properly vetted which by the way is not an unreasonable demand by the residents who have to put up with this foreign population
0: we don't have the infrastructure here we're not vetting anybody
5: we don't know if anybody has a criminal background we don't know what they may have done in their country of origin i
4: mean again these aren't bad takes from the average residents of the city of staten island we don't know a lot about these people we don't have good infrastructure in order to support these people in fact As this is going on, this whole immigration fight... The Mass Transit Authority of the city of New York recently raised fares because we have a crumbling public transportation system, and it would be better for the city of New York to redirect the resources that are going to these non-citizens of the country, people abusing the asylum system, to build up the infrastructure of the city of New York, preserve some of it, because letting that decay is just going to cause it to cost more in the future. And again, we're already seeing fare increases, which impact the Hardworking citizens of the city of new york legal residents of the city of new york so diverting more resources from that portion of the budget in order to deal with these migrants does not seem like something that is opportune at this moment and again the fact that we don't know whether or not these people have committed crimes in their country of origin whether they're here for nefarious purposes but more importantly even if they're here for legitimate economic reasons or legitimate asylum reasons the fact of the matter is you shouldn't be able to to abuse the asylum system if you're an economic migrant and if you're actually an asylee you're actually legitimately seeking asylum and you've actually went through your other options on your way to the united states it's impossible for us to actually help you when we have all these people flooding the system again this is why i will
2: No
1: fighterflare.com Fireflare.com.
4: we we'll hammer this home. The smartest policy of the Trump administration was the remain in Mexico policy. If you say you can't pass through five countries on your way to a- the United States in order to apply for asylum, you won't have situations like all the Haitians who landed in Colombia and began their journey through all these other nations in order to get the United States of America. If they're claiming political persecution in Haiti, then that political persecution presumably would not also be an- existence from all these other nations along the way yet we're letting them pass through we're ignoring that policy because the biden administration told us that was cruel evil white racism and it's causing absolute chaos at the border and now for the first time in a long time that chaos is being felt in other parts of the united states specifically parts of the united states that voted for this policy now i will say and i will give the caveat that Los Angeles is also the recipient of a bunch of these migrants, and they have been at the forefront of dealing with illegal immigration as well, the state of California, but still overall, they seem to vote in favor of it, so in that specific case, they're not as hypocritical as New York City, as Chicago, and as some of these other cities, but yeah, it's just a problem, and the problem is now being felt by the people who are voting for it, and now the people who voted for it are trying to ship that problem to Staten Island, which is again, the one group of people in new york city that by the numbers likely didn't vote for it
0: they should be separated from the community until they're properly vetted and when they're properly vetted then then they can be welcomed now
4: look there are other clips and i'm sure you can find them of residents of staten island saying less nice things about the migrants some stuff that would make a lot of people uncomfortable but to me it's quite telling that the concerns of these conservatives often painted as evil white racists on the island are incredibly reasonable. And even these people who probably are in favor of a stricter border policy are saying, look, if you vet these people, if you figure out that they're not criminals in their own country, if they're not going to be a problem, if they want to work, then we'll welcome them. But we don't want these people shipped here when we don't know them. They're being put in and around a bunch of schools, and we're worried that if they have previous criminal offenses that we're unaware of, that's going to lead to negative consequences for residents of Staten Island. It's perfectly reasonable, a perfectly moderate position. Honestly, for a lot of people in my audience, that woman is probably too soft on immigration, but they're being painted as these absolute monsters for not wanting to accept these unvetted people who are abusing our asylum system.
0: Adams told Fox 5 in a statement, New Yorkers are tired from bearing the brunt of this national crisis, and we empathize with their concerns. The sites we are now finding are the only options left. This situation demands a broader state and national solution.
4: Now, look, I know a lot of you are going to laugh at Mayor Eric Adams. You're going to make fun of him, and you're going to make fun of the residents of New York City as a whole because they voted for this. And by the way, They actually did vote in Mayor Bill de Blasio. Bill de Blasio, in response to the evil orange man, just like Lori Lightfoot, signed a bill making New York a super turbo sanctuary city, saying they weren't going to work with ICE and all that. The NYPD was forbidden from doing so. So they definitely did ask for this, and they're definitely getting what they asked for. But this quote from Eric Adams.
5: And let me tell you something, New Yorkers. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City, destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just in Venezuela. Now we are in Ecuador. Now we're getting Russian-speaking coming through Mexico. Now we're getting uh, Western Africa. Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. And everyone is saying it's New York City's problem. Every community in this city is going to be impacted. We had a $12 billion deficit that we're going to have to cut. Every service in this city is going to be impacted all of us and so i say to you as i turn it over to you this is some some of the most educated some of the most knowledgeable probably more of my commissioners and deputy commissioners and chiefs live in this community so as you ask me a question about migrants tell me what role you played how many of you organized to stop what they're doing to us how many of you were part of the movement to say we're seeing what this mayor is trying to do, and they're destroying New York City. It's going to come to your neighborhoods. All of us are going to be impacted by this. I said it last year when we had 15,000. I'm telling you now, with 110,000, the city we knew, we're about to lose. And we're all in this together. All of us. Staten Island sent them out to Manhattan. Manhattan is saying, send them out to Queens. Queens is saying, send them out to Brooklyn. (laughs) Is that the game we can play?
4: Open the floor up. This pressure that he's going to put on the governor and going to try to put on the Democratic Party as a whole is exactly what you want. It's the result that we're looking for by shipping these people to these left wing cities, which is to get them to put pressure on the Biden administration to change border policy. Now, it's not all sunshine and lollipops. Kathy Hochul the governor is trying to fast track their ability to work which by the way can't be done by the executive branch like Kathy Hochul suggests and it has to be done by an act of congress because the waiting period before they can get work authorization is outlined specifically by congressional legislation and that would actually be terrible policy because if Biden did that that would only draw in more migrants because then they have the chance to get jobs much much quicker but again this is the good result. And the fact that that policy preference that Kathy Hochul is pitching is not viable is going to lead, hopefully, to these politicians putting pressure on the Democratic Party to reduce the flow of illegal migrants into the United States of America. Again, this would be a goal achieved from Greg Abbott. And even though I do have problems logistically with how you're going to get rid of these people once you ship them all over the interior of the country, I do have to say this part of the policy definitely worked out making people who voted for this feel the impact definitely a smart policy and for those of you who are in these liberal cities who are sick of these migrants just think about it like this Small Texas and Arizona border towns have been dealing with this flood of people, and they have a much less of a broader population and much less resources in order to compensate for this. What you're actually feeling are the consequences that they've been feeling for decades. So there's a reason why this is a good political maneuver, even if I'm worried about Kathy Hochul's push to kind of give them legal status sooner, and I'm also worried about the fact That these people are now in the interior of the country, making it far less easy to deport them later once we finally decide to change up and make our immigration policy more sensible. But again, it's funny. We got to laugh at the Staten Islanders going so hard. We got to appreciate them and their spirit. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you liked the video, show them by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on my social medias. Support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about Staten Island Residents fighting back hard. Till next time.
1: a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive fifty one percent off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top Ten Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top Ten Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a sixty day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com, that's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's
2: www.trimwithus.com. Or Order now